Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, powered by Wildfire Radio. Where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? I'm your host, BJ, along with my co-host, Me Too, and this week we're reviewing the sports competition series, The Titan Games. So stay tuned to the end to see what it takes to get BJ shirtless on TV pushing a tire around. Well, you know what they say, Titans aren't born, they're made. We could make you into a Titan. Yeah. If The Rock wanted to, I would accept that offer. I would do whatever The Rock told me to do. I'll tell you that right now. I guess we can jump right into your thoughts on this whole competition thought up, created, produced by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So in watching the show, he kept saying, when I dreamt up this set, when I picked these contestants, and of course, I I assume a larger team is involved as well. But it is interesting that he's taking such ownership of this. It clearly means he's highly invested in it. It's cool to see his dream come to life. I know that you and I were a little bit bored through the show, but it was cool to see how involved The Rock was in creating it. But with that said, did it feel like he was a bit of an absent judge or host? Yeah, he had very little interaction with the competitors. Like, he was physically very distant from them on the set. Yes. And he just made generic commentary while they were competing. Come on, BJ. Come on, BJ. That's all he did. He just kept saying the person's name. Come on, Tim. It's like, finish, finish, keep going. (laughs) He said it in such a way that I know he was watching because there were shots of him looking down on the competitors as they were competing. Mm -hmm. But if they didn't have those shots, I could be convinced that in the studio the day before he was super busy. So he just quickly did some quick ADR, like, come on, so-and-so, come on, so-and-so, you can do it. And just having generic phrases done so they can just have those air, you know, Mm -hmm. while the, the competition is playing. Because there was nothing specific about what he said. It definitely felt like B-roll because basically you have him talking to the competitors when he chose them and you like see the phone call. Yeah. And then you just have him explaining how each of the games work. And that's really all you need him for. And all of that is pre-recorded. Yeah. But also the challenges were so physically big. So basically the Titan games, the challenges within them, it's two competitors at a time man versus man, woman versus woman. So we're going a little binary here. It's like four people in each category compete and then the winners of those four face each other, right? Mm -hmm. And so the competitions that they go through before they do that final big mountain against each other to determine who's the winner of the winners, those mini challenges are so big that I don't think he could safely be near the contestants. That's true. I mean, in American Ninja Warrior, I guess they're a little bit more hammy, but they had announcers in addition to The Rock as host. And they had Kari Champion. Oh, there were two hosts. Yeah, we barely saw her. And another factor with the safety is that with all of these games for the Titans, most of them or maybe even all of them were meant to be knocked down in some form or way. Yeah. And so you do have that unpredictable nature of which way might something fall. We don't want to risk someone getting hit. Like, I think he still could have said more specific things than just come on name. But yeah, I don't think he could be anywhere near the competitors because they were like swinging around a 60 pound wrecking ball to knock over, you know, 
uh, three meter long columns right. or whatever. So yeah, I don't know that he could have been near them. But he did seem excited. He genuinely seems to care about this project. It is his own creation, which makes sense. It's cool that he took the time to create it. I like when celebrities take advantage of the assets of their personality or body or whatever that people are tuned into. Mm -hmm. Like how Tiffany Haddish has turned her storytelling into like so many ads, her Groupon story about Will and Jada Smith got her a Groupon deal. Same with Cardi B is known for her kind of like eccentric personality and her loud voice and the noises that she makes. And she got that Alexa deal off of that where she was like the voice of Alexa. So I like the idea of The Rock being like, y'all know me for my big old body. Y'all know me for being this really tough guy. So I'm going to create and design this Titan game. Although following up on that, one disappointing thing is we never really saw The Rock participate in any of these activities. You'd see him like kind of start one of the challenges and then show how yeah. they're finished. But I wanted to see him like show off his own muscles and strength. I'm sure time is an issue there. And also setting up that huge set just for one person to do it. But The Rock is so fine that honestly, I enjoyed the show, but I would just watch two hours of him lifting weights or, you know, pensively thinking or whatever he would be willing to share with us. Wow, that's an interesting use of your time. But something you mentioned (laughs) that I think is worth discussing are the sets. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So they do have to build these elaborate sets and rebuild them for each set of competitors. But we also noticed that in having to do this, maybe they cut some corners. (laughs) Yeah, had to cut a couple corners. Yeah. Had to round the bases without touching them. Maybe quick paint job here or, you know, we're not going to get the best quality wood for this. Maybe we won't even use real wood for some of these things. Yeah, there was one where he was like, they're pushing a thousand pound redwood block up this 25 degree incline hill. And when they zoomed in, I was like, that ain't redwood. That's like the stuff that they had on our classroom desks that like Mm, peeled off. The like laminate wood. (laughs) Yes, yes, that's the word. But I also think, obviously, in their defense, they're building quickly and you don't need actual redwood. Like, ultimately, it's impressive that these people are lifting these huge weights. And it makes sense when they had those two silver rods and the big gold one, they wouldn't actually use anything but gold spray paint. So it's fine that we saw the paint like chipping off. But for me, I was telling you this, it's a little hard to see any show in HD. Yeah, it's a new era. You are exposed to so much more. You see everything. Especially when I watch old movies, but on H- my HD TV now, mm. I hate seeing like the fraying of costumes <laughs> and like, yeah, or how cheap costumes look in period pieces when you're watching them in HD. It just looks like, yeah, you grabbed a sheet wrapped around your body and called yourself Julius Caesar. You can tell the quality now. This whole conversion back when it happened to HD becoming the standard on TV, it caused a crisis for like newscasters who are like, now people can really see my face. I'm not ready for that. (laughs) I'm not ready for anyone to see my face. There's no filters on TV. Talk about it. Let's talk about the competitors are people trying to become the titans. How did you feel about 
every single one having a sob story. It's like this annoying necessity on reality shows nowadays. Mm -hmm. We can't just root for someone who just wants to win. They have to be winning for some cause because my mom died. My sister had cancer. I'm a single dad and I got to prove to my son he can do whatever he wants. I actually loved that one. I'm a grandmother and age doesn't mean anything because I can do what Mm -hmm. young people can do. It just seemed like a lot. And you notice that some of them went a little too far, like was showing one of the competitors at his mother's grave. Listeners, I am the more receptive of the two of us to sob stories. Yes. However, this guy, well, really, he's like a kid. He's very young. Mm -hmm. Talked about how he turned his life around because his mom dealt with Parkinson's, which is, you know, of course, devastating. Mm -hmm. He lost her at 13 to the disease, fell to drugs, like overcame, became a construction worker with his father, you know, really turned his life around. But one of the final shots of his sob story is him bringing flowers to his mother's grave. And I'm thinking of any dead relative I have, the idea, the audacity to film, even if even faking it for a reality show at their gravesite, I feel like my blood is boiling just thinking about it. It was um, very bold. Disrespectful. Of the producers. Rude. To spit on her memory. Show the tombstone. All of these things. I think it was definitely a producer's choice. I would hope that that young man would not want to do that. But he was like, I want to be on this show. Y'all really want me to film a scene here? He also struck me as really young. Yeah. So I think you're less likely to push back on things. And I feel like I push back on things more now at 27 that I wouldn't have even five years ago at 22. Yeah, he's young. And this is a very big opportunity, you know, meeting The Rock, being on a TV competition show. Is there a prize? Hugging The Rock. So for whatever reason, he is highly motivated. So that might also lead him to make some compromises on what he's willing to do. And it's not just him. Everyone was willing to tell all their like saddest moments. All their business. Or shed a tear. (laughs) Yeah. One of the contestants, she was looking straight into the camera and speaking. And while she was speaking, her face never broke, but a tear came down. And I've never seen someone cry that way where they're just like, and then, you know, I just really want to win this competition. I want to get out there. So she wasn't even talking about the sad thing. She was talking about the competition and a tear just rolled down. And I've never seen the one glory tear come down while someone's just like chatting. Do you have a favorite contestant? Uh, The single father from Florida. The son is why I'm rooting for him because his son was cute. Okay, Mm -hmm. here's the issue with those sob stories, though. I feel like the slight counterintuitive nature of these backstories is I know it's supposed to make you want to root for them, but I feel uncomfortable when someone loses because you know their backstory as well. So I was really rooting for that single father, but I knew the other guy was a veteran who like went through all this other stuff. So I didn't want to root against a veteran yeah you want everyone to win yes and i would rather just not know about their backstories at all so i don't feel uncomfortable being like yeah a firefighter you beat that construction worker like i don't know all of the stories were so sad that i didn't want anyone to lose like when that samoan guy lost and the rock was his hero and they're both samoan i was just like oh but then the other guy that beat him also had a sob story. Someone with a sad story is going to have a sadder story because they're going to lose. <laughs> the truth. You're right. You're right. Somebody got to lose. So speaking of the guy that beat the Samoan contestant, mm-hmm. 
he ended up being too large to win the competition. He was like too strong. I felt bad for him. So he was my favorite. He was a veteran and huge arms, huge, huge. chest. He was huge. He can do an overhead arm press of 400 pounds, like overhead. Yeah, he is so impressive, but he is very much all about, it seems, arm strength the most. And that ended up hurting him because the last competition, so once you get to your final of your heat, you do the Mount Olympus challenge, which is very much like American Ninja Warrior because it requires some agility. You need to jump around, climb over some walls, go down slides. It's not all a physical challenge. It's very much are you a well-rounded, fit, athletic person? So he ended up losing and he didn't even get close to finishing because he got stuck behind this wall. (laughs) (laughs) It's not funny. So they have to lift this weight up this wall and then do some agility stuff at the top of Titan Mountain and then slide back down the mountain and at the end of the slide, you have to climb a wall. So you go down like three slides. So I think you have to climb three walls and I think they get a little bit higher each time maybe it was like five feet then seven feet or something like that and he quite literally disappeared behind a wall like the announcer was like where's Rob or whatever his name was (laughs) it was so sad you could see him trying to use the railing on the slide to like kick himself over the wall and it's not funny and I have nowhere to speak about it because I mean I did three fitness classes in a row this week and that was my version of Titan Games so you know I have nowhere to talk about this but it was just hilarious and it's a huge contrast to in that same part of the competition he was doing fine punching holes into a wall to climb to the top yeah if it were truly a test of strength and he and that single dad just were literally sitting down and like lifting weights and those weights were getting progressively heavier he would win that like he could outlast the guy but because he was he was just literally too strong too big Mm -hmm. and so he couldn't get up that wall in time like he kept sliding down the the holes the paper holes and then of course he had his own issue sliding on the the slide so me too speaking of titans there's a book series that actually has to do with titans and mythology it's called percy jackson and the olympians Uh, it's a whole series of books by rick riordan it's pretty cool it's about a kid named percy and he's a demigod And he goes on really cool adventures with other demigods and mythical creatures and characters. And it's available as an audiobook as well, which is perfect because this show is brought to you by Audible, where you can listen to your first audiobook for free with a 30-day trial membership. So you can check out Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Nice. Right now, my partner and I, as I've reported earlier on this show, He devastated me by telling me he'd never read any of the Harry Potter books. And so we've been listening to them together, which has been wonderful to rediscover the magic. It holds up this many years later. So right now we're listening to Prisoner of Azkaban. So if you're not like my partner and you've actually read or listened to all of the Harry Potter books, you can also select any other book of your choice for free on Audible. That's a great deal. And if you want to download your free audiobook today, just go to audibletrial.com slash the pilot pod. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash the pilot pod for your free audiobook. Well, listeners, as you can probably tell, we're focusing a lot on 
two of the competitors because at least for this pilot, it was a two hour episode. Two hour episode. I don't know if all 10 episodes will be two hours long, but there were just so many competitors and it didn't even feel like we saw that many games. So it was this odd mix where we're not sure how they're trying to fill this two hours. Yeah, the pacing was weird because it's two men, two women, two men, two women alternating like that. Mm -hmm. And then of the men, the two strongest, I guess, out of four compete against each other. And then there is the one of the two that wins. Mm -hmm. Because they were repeating the games for the women as for the men, and because they were just trying to generally narrow them before the mountain, it seemed like they did max two unique activities. Yeah, it didn't seem like there is enough variety. Yeah. They did one where they were like trying to ram down a wall. I think it was the first one they repeated. And that really threw Mm -hmm. me off because I was like, we're already doubling up on these events. I think they're going for the wow factor. It's such a big thing to set up. So there was one where they had a rope strapped to their back and they had to run forward and there's a weight on the other end of the rope and they're supposed to get it up through cinder blocks. Yeah, it has to break through multiple cinder blocks. And that was so huge. Epic proportions as they describe it. And so you can't break that down super fast and build something else up for them to do. Well, that one guy broke it down pretty fast. (laughs) Yeah, that one guy, the big guy that ended up losing because he was too big. He went through that. I think it said they said it took him 22 seconds. Yeah, he just pulled like two or three times and he got it through. Boom, done. No problem. Also, at the end, this woman won. And the last thing you have to do before you get the Titan game title is drag this 250 pound ball across like a few meters Mm -hmm. to the Titan platform. And I think it said she was 132 pounds. So this is nearly double her weight is this ball that she's dragging. And she looked mildly inconvenienced. And I was telling you, it literally looks like, you know, when you grab too many liquids at the grocery store. And so your shoulder is just lagging a little bit, like because you just got both milk and juice or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's how she looked. Yeah, it was barely any problem for her, which is another problem that came up when we finally get to the Mount Olympus portion. Yes. It were very lopsided competitions where one person was clearly more well-rounded and prepared for all the different types of tasks that you had to do. Mm -hmm. So one person gets a huge lead and it's like not even exciting anymore. Yeah, you could tell the announcers were trying to fake it a little bit, like Julie might catch up or Mm -hmm. whatever, but the other one was lapping her by that point. You can't fabricate the tension. So are you ready to rate Titan Games? Let's do it. What is your rating for Dwayne The Rock Johnson's sports competition series on NBC, The Titan Games? I would probably watch again casually. I don't think I could commit to this two hours, Mm -hmm. especially because it's Thursday night. And, you know, I watch a lot of comedy television on Thursday nights, as well as X on the Beach on MTV. You're booked. I'm booked and busy. So it's steep competition. But I would casually watch it because, you know, The Rock is so fine. And I do enjoy these physical competition shows Mm -hmm. where it's just fun to watch what the human body can do. It's like literally interesting to me in the same way that whenever American Ninja Warrior is on, it's not something I watch regularly. I know that there's like in this one, it's a continuation where certain people compete often, Mm -hmm. but I just enjoy tuning in and catching it occasionally when it's on and just seeing people do things that 
I truly did not think were physically possible. What about you? So I think this is something that I would watch while doing laundry. Yes. Which might seem odd because you think you would want to pay close attention to the competition. But like you said, it's such a spectacle to see not only the size of these games and the stage, but also just the feats that these people are pulling off that I could get enough out of it by just glancing at the TV every now and then while doing something else. Yeah. And I'd still be able to enjoy like, wow, they're like swinging around a wrecking ball or they're like pushing a wall up a hill. I can see that, not have to pay too much attention and still get something out of the show. But I don't think I would be invested enough to see. I hope my favorite Titan makes it all the way to the end. Yes. But if you do like fitness competition shows, especially if you're one of those people that watches, for example, American Ninja Warrior, and you have your favorite competitors there, Mm -hmm. you can definitely identify your favorites in this show too. Yeah. Everyone is super likable and they all seem super talented. They're so strong. Yeah, the people that they pick for these shows are just very impressive. So that in and of itself can be entertaining. Well, guys, if you want to find some other good shows that you can watch, you can head to our website at thepilotpodcast.com. And you can also subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. It really helps a lot and means a lot to us. It means everything to us. Uh, Five star ratings, please. You can also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Pilot Pod. You can like us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast. You can send questions, show show suggestions and feedback, like figure out how to pronounce show suggestions to askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. For example, one suggestion, someone suggested a few, um, how many times can you say suggested in a sentence? Uh, somebody recommended we watch a couple Facebook watch shows. They seemed really cool. So stay tuned for those. And you can also find us on wildfireradio.com. Thanks for listening.